I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Sitcom My Face. Nick, um, you sexy bitch. How you doing, buddy? Um, I'm doing okay. How about yourself, JJ? Good. I feel like I haven't touched base with you much this week. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's been a little uh, hectic uh, on uh, my part, and I'm sure uh, on your part as well. We got a, uh, a couple of responses on our last episode, though. People fucking love the Andy Griffith show, bro. Oh, they yeah, weren't wrong. I, I, you know, it, it's, it's instant one, one love, of those, man. Yeah, it, it really, the, the, the love continues for that show. I did want to say uh, one of our listeners uh, is a pro on Andy Griffith, and they mentioned that uh, as we and we had talked about the way the the move the, the movie the, the way the show was shot, single camera, no audience, all canned laughter, and I was pretty sure of it with all the way uh, we talked about the way the the shots were set up, even the interior shots. So right, because we were saying also how big a world it seemed. Yeah, that that had to be a cool set to wander around though. Oh yeah, I, I I can imagine you know like you know uh, shoot shooting that one uh, <laughs> what it must have been like. <laughs> uh, well, it would be 180 degrees different than the show we covered this week, which is all <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah studio audience one fucking set. It felt like right. Yeah, well like, again they 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 took advantage of uh, very much uh, as, as what what was that called? We spoke about it I think on the uh, Friends episode. Um, oh. Uh, where they're in the apartment pretty much the, the whole bottle time. show you called it yeah bottles bottle. yeah bottle yeah, episode bottle, show. bottle yeah. episode the bottle series really i mean you have... <laughs> yeah really the norm show is <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah a bottle i guess series. we should get into what show we're covering so uh what has it been two weeks now since yes. uh the sad sad news that one of uh i mean one of my favorite comedians has left this fucking earth Ugh. i don't get i don't get down by a lot of celebrity deaths mm-hmm um, this one really kind of hurt, man. And I, I've always watched a lot of Norm shit and I'm just going to shout out a YouTube channel that I've been watching for years and it's brought me a lot of joy. Um, Which there's a that? YouTube channel called I'm not Norm. And I always wondered, is it Norm? <laughs> but oh, no. all they post is shit about Norm McDonald clips of Norm McDonald, all these great standup bits, SNL skits, all this shit about Norm McDonald. And it's, I'm not Norm. And I've been watching it for years. So now that he's dead and they're still posting, I know 100% sure that it's not Norm MacDonald. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, Could he be posting from beyond? But that really has <laughs> been my my church of mourning since he passed. Is just They've been posting all these great stories. And even like cameos are popping up that he was doing for people on there, which are kind of interesting because those are very recent. you know. So you mm. see him... Uh, as he was in the end days, which I, all of his friends have been saying that he was kind of a hermit the last few years, and I guess we know why now. Yeah, and, and, and but the, a lot of them, like uh, like one of his friends, Bob Saget, was really not aware of what Norm was going through. Yeah, how weird is that? I think he said he got a text like just days before he died to just said, "I love you." Yes. <clears throat> I don't know if that's. It, it seemed the way he said it that that was out of the norm for Norm, but. Mm. 
Wait, why did he never have a sitcom called Out of the Norm? That's just oh, there we go. Yeah, like that, that, that was, <laughs> either, either that or you know, like a podcast because Norm did have a podcast. Right. He did, and it was uh, a video. Remember when that was a big thing, like video podcast? Who does yep. that shit? Fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Uh, 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 you're the shifty odd guy. <laughs> So in case you haven't gathered, we are talking about the Norm show. Um, I think a lot about Norm McDonald in general as well, not just the show. What did what was your experience revisiting this show? Because I don't know how much of it you saw when it first aired. When it first aired, I remember being like somewhat excited for it because I, I, I enjoyed Norm's humor back then. And uh, the episode I remember, like, like uh, the the one that had stood out to me was the one. Uh, it was actually episode four. I think was the uh, episode number. It's the one where um, uh, Lori, played by Lori Metcalf of Roseanne fame, she actually uh, she meets someone she she's really into, but she also finds that like when they're together, she can't sleep. She's uncomfortable sleeping next to him. Yeah, and yes. she needs Norm to cuddle her to sleep. To to cuddle her to sleep and like like to tell a story or something to to get her to fall asleep. She yeah she mentions like that she doesn't even see him as a man. <laughs> he's so <laughs> a, he's so asexual to her that she feels safe around him and needs him to hold her while she falls asleep. Yeah, that was interesting. Oh, that, Again, that, that is a very sitcom episode. That oh yeah, feels, that feels fucking pulled right out of. Um, some 1940s radio program. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, the only way I could sleep was with your arm around me. You know, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, that's uh, very true. Very true. Like very formulatic in that respect. But so I, I, I just remember Norm just like doing that and telling her the story. It's like, oh yeah, my, my dad used to tell me a story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, how did it go? Oh yeah. Well, once upon a time, there was a king. No, no, a duck. No, no, right. oh, maybe, maybe he was king of the ducks. The king of the yeah, ducks, yeah. Okay, well, so this, oh, maybe, maybe he was more of like a mid-level duck. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, maybe he hadn't. Yeah. Well, anyway, this king of the ducks, <laughs> he he became a swan, <laughs> and uh, oh, that, that's that's kind of stupid. <laughs> the just, uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about the entire cast here in a minute because I think it's an in, it's a very interesting cast. Yeah. And, um. And and you know what? There's there's a phenomenon that this show does that. Other shows, you know, like have done in the past that like, I don't I don't know what your take is, but like I, I find it kind of uh, humorous, but Uh-oh. it's where a lot of the characters have the same name as yes. the actor or actress playing yeah. them. He talks about that. I listened to one of the audio commentaries and uh, he was basically just like, yeah, I just wanted to be called Norm and figured Lori would like to be called Lori. <laughs> so that's what we did. <laughs> Uh, I think those are the only two, though. Is Artie named Artie in there? Yes, Artie is named oh, Artie. Is, Artie right. Lang yeah. is Artie. So we're talking, obviously, about the Norm show. And this DVD is very, very awesome. This came out several years ago from Shout Factory, which mm-hmm. I know mostly from their Scream Factory label with their horror movies. They do amazing horror movie releases, and it's October, kids. So watch your goddamn horror movies. You- <laughs> Wipe out. So this uh, set came out. And apparently, as you were just telling me, this is my most valuable possession. Yes, uh, <laughs> apparently, yeah. Be- before we uh, uh, went on tonight, I was actually just like looking for the set that JJ has there, and just to see like where it's available. One, um, if you look out there for it, a lot of places 
it's just out of stock. So it's very hard to find. Now, it's been out of print for a long time. Yeah. It has been out of print for a while. Now, you can find it on eBay, and there you're going to pay about 90 bucks for the set. Damn. Now, now, the set, you know, just as you know, we'll, we'll go into, the Norm show is three seasons. Mm-hmm. 50, uh, what, four episodes, I think? Yeah, I, I believe you are correct. You have 54 or 50, uh, oh, 54, 54 episodes, and... Um, our short, our shortest show yet we've covered. It only aired from ninety nine to two thousand one. Correct. Which now, I, the first season I think was only ten episodes, something like that. That is correct, and it it, it was a strange phenomenon because they kind of tacked this uh, show onto. Uh, it came on after the Drew Carey show. Now the Drew Carey show was like ABC's sitcom darling at the time. And I believe the co-creator with Norm was one of the creators of, of the Drew, Drew Carey, Carey show. Yep. Yep. That's correct. He also went on to create Nikki for Nikki Cox, the yes. sitcom she did after this, which I believe is why she left in the third season. Mm. Which is weird when you think of a show creator like fucking robbing his own sitcom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my star, one of my stars here and give her her own show. Fuck you guys. You know. <laughs> now, did, did you ever watch her on, um, what was it, Unhappily Ever After? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I, I remember that show, and with uh, Bobcat Goldthwait as the bunny. She dated him. Yeah, I, that's that's a strange pairing. <laughs> that is a really Norm strange pairing. on the commentary, the very first episode she's in it, it was even before she was a regular. Correct. Um, but she's in the first episode playing the same character, which usually they'll bring him back as a different character, but they actually had continuity there. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentions in the commentary track, he goes, yeah, she was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. She walks on set, she's dressed in like a real, you know, sexy little thing, and you turn around, she's making out with Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> and he sounded real upset about it. <laughs> He's like, what, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like how? <laughs> and apparently now married to Jay Moore. Yes, that is correct. I actually loved her. Um, one, of my, one of my favorite shows that a lot of people haven't seen was Las Vegas. You see, I never watched that one. With uh, James Caan. Mm-hmm. And Josh Dumel or Duamel, however you want to say it. James <laughs> Lichur. Uh I fucking love Las Vegas. And it feels like uh evening soap opera for but you have James Kahn who always brings levity to everything, you know? So mm-hmm. And um, is an incredible actor, so But she did the same thing in that show where she like dipped out early. She it was like I think the show only went five seasons and then it was canceled. Mm. And she like dipped out after season four, I think. James Kahn did too though, so uh, okay. Well, I, I think on uh, that, the one, uh, again, Unhappily Ever After, I think, uh, didn't she r- go for the full run? Because she actually became more the focus of the show, too, after a while. Yeah, they actually, in this same commentary track, they mentioned that the producers of that show basically held her <laughs> imprisoned on that show. She wanted to get out of it forever, because I think it ran a decent amount of years. It was a WB, I believe. Yes, it was a WB show. Um, and I think even one of it's it's really a ripoff of Married with Children, and I think oh. one of the creators did it's it. It's one of right? the creators of Married with Moy? Children. Michael Moy. Uh, I think that or, may have been his name, or Ron Levitt. I forget which one did it, but yeah, I think they basically stole from their own show and mm-hmm. created a ripoff of their own show. Um, but apparently, she wanted out of that show for a long time, and they just kept 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 it going. And there was something in her contract, I guess, that as long as the show went, she had to be there. Right, but again, so. they just then. Made her the focus after a while. Like the, the the wife was supposed to be one of the primary focuses, and she was kind of um, 
written out after <laughs> after some time. I love that. I love Laurie Metcalf in this show. How'd you feel about Laurie Metcalf? Oh, uh, you know what? No matter what she's on, she always just she always brings extra. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's the way I, I I'll put it. It's like she, she she she's a great actress. She she has great comedic timing. Uh, what her her expressions, uh, her her you know, her vocal tones, yeah, like everything. She she's just like one of these. If you're making a sitcom. She she's one of the first actresses you should always like look for. I wore this this scream hat too for it does have a tie in with this you you understand the tie in? Um, trying to think now. Let's see. I, Got my ghost face hat. Lori oh, Metcalf. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. She was in Scream Two. Yeah, that, that that's kind of <laughs> crazy because my wife and I were watching. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched on AMC. Um, uh, Eli Roth's uh, History of Horror. Uh, no, I, I don't have cable. Is ah, it on the okay. streaming service? I believe on the AMC streaming. And um, they, they're going over right now. The first episode was um, sequels that don't suck. Scream 2 is good. Yeah, so. I don't know if the killer reveals great, but the rest of the movie's good. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but because, you know, they, they have to. Everyone has to realize, like, okay, what do you do in a sequel? <laughs> it's like, the number one, it's like, oh, what do you do in. In a slasher film, it's like well, if okay. they do an episode about w- sequels that do suck, they'll definitely cover Scream Three. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah. And I'm but trying Lori to remember Metcalf, was it what, great on the show, and I, I actually I feel like her character here is very different than Jackie from Roseanne. Yes, no, uh, it really is like. different from Jackie. Obviously, when you have an actress that you're, it's so known for. I mean, Lori on Roseanne was a, a crazy like success. She won Emmy after Emmy. Mm-hmm. For playing Jackie Harris, I believe was her last name on there, um, and now she's back on it on the Connors, and still the best part of the show. If you've asked, if you ask me, I don't know if you've seen the Connors, but uh, I think I had watched the first episode, you know, when Roseanne was still on it, and then I don't know, like it was just like, eh, it, it just wasn't Roseanne, so I yeah. kind of lost yeah. interest, and you know, like, and then everything else happened, and I'm like. Okay, I don't know. Maybe someday I'll revisit, but not not not, this, not a must watch for me right now. There was a great bit on one of the when Roseanne started doing the little like credit sequences that were kind of um, a wink and a nudge. Mm-hmm. They did one where Roseanne and Jack or Rose, yeah Roseanne and Jackie are just sitting on the couch and Lori's polishing her Emmys because <laughs> oh, yes. Roseanne Roseanne hadn't won one yet. Yep. And she had won all the fucking Emmys. And she's like, hey, give me that. That's mine. And they, like, fight over the Emmy. That was fucking funny. And, and of course, we're talking about this whole thing with, you know, Roseanne and Laurie Metcalf. And Norm was one of the writers. Yeah. He was a writer. That's where he met her, I guess. And I think yes. that did with the other creator, did he work around Roseanne as well? I think. I, I believe so. He might have been a, yeah. I don't know if he was a showrunner or something I think I heard on there. Uh, yeah, no. And so it was really, he, I guess that was her, their number one choice was to get Laurie Metcalf to come over and do this show. I feel like it must've been, was that 99? Yeah. I think Roseanne ended like 97. So not too long after that. Mm-hmm. And the other, what's the other, what's the bald guy's name? Ian something. Uh, Ian Gomez. Ian Gomez. He was plucked from Drew Carey show. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was he, on a he bunch was, of episodes. He of was, Drew um, uh, Larry on uh Drew Carey show and he, and People will also recognize him possibly from the the blockbuster My Big Fat Greek Wedding. He's he okay, was I never saw that. He, 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 uh, 
He was actually married to uh, Nia Var- uh, Var- in real Varos? life, right? In real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did mention that in the commentary track as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I only listened to one commentary track about this, but I, they gave me so much information. I feel like in one fucking commentary track. So he's also he was on like Cougar Town, Drew Carey. I mean, he he plays this character a lot. It's not it's not any different than any of the other characters I've ever seen him play, but he plays it well. I mean, he's yeah, fine. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 unfortunate that he, he's he's a bit typecast in a way, yeah. but yeah, I don't think he's he's not my favorite part of the show. To be honest, he's he's there. And he's, he's usually there, the he's funny. The he, he, he could be sort of like a little co-conspirator sometimes with Norm. Right. So we had that that first season. You said you watched a few episodes. You, that first boss. Yeah, that, that, that was just M- Mr. Curtis. Out. <laughs> yeah. M- M- after five episodes, uh, Mr. Curtis, yeah. who who uh, Norm also realizes on the sixth episode, is like, wait, wait. Because uh, um, his full name was Anthony Curtis. It's like, I was like, hey, hey. Tony Curtis? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I didn't know uh, Tony Curtis. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know but, what the deal was, but the, on the commentary track, they didn't even talk that favorably of him either, so I don't know if there was bad blood or what, but they're like, yeah, when we fired that guy, they said he got some other job on the, on the um, studio lot, and then they still had to see him like in the parking lot, and they felt wow. real about running into yeah. and, and But he they was, it Max Wright, who uh, the, was the father from Elf. Yep. Yeah, Willie. <laughs> hey, Willie. Sounded like they kind of wanted him to begin with, and he might not have been available. That's quite possible. Same thing with Artie. I guess they wanted Artie from the get go, but he was doing something else, and then he was like, "Can I come in later?" And they're like, "We'll see." And then yeah, he did. yeah, like and, and uh, like near the end of season one, he you know he comes in more of as a guest, and then from season two to season three, yeah, he's a uh, permanent fixture. So this is a, this is a very small cast for this show, maybe five six characters at tops at, at any given time, but it mm-hmm. does change a lot. Uh, for for fifty four episodes, it changes quite a bit. And, yeah, and actually, like that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you. Yeah, what what's your take on shows that change their intro? Yeah, each season had a different intro, and I don't. I really like the song. I think the little song is catchy. And he said that was some song, some Canadian band that he just loved that song when he was younger. So I don't know if that's an old song. That's or if he possible. just meant younger. If he meant maybe they remade it for the show because it doesn't sound like an old song. Yeah, but maybe I they re- I, I, I didn't it or something. I didn't look into that part of it. So sad um, that you're not as smart as you thought you were in the first place. And it's like it's kind of. To, to telling his backstory a little bit, I guess, because mm-hmm. I guess uh, his backstory was he was a pro hockey player who had a gambling addiction, which Norm did have a gambling addiction. And, and, and also he um, was uh, what you found guilty of uh, tax evasion as well. Tax evasion because of his gambling. He had no money, I guess, to pay his taxes or whatever. Right. And so he was kicked out of professional hockey. So that's a, a runner. They mentioned they threw that in because. Norm specifically said, he goes, I don't want to be like a cookie, a cookie cutter good guy. He mm-hmm. goes, I want to be kind of shady. I want to be someone you like, but you don't know why you like him. And so they gave him that backstory. But there, there is a, a history of Norm and gambling that he fought for a long time. Wow. And I, I think it was Jay Leno and Howard Stern had a story about um, somebody invited. Norm was flat fucking broke he had lost all of his money gambling he had like two grand or something in his bank account and he was living on his own like in la at that point i believe and they said somebody came to visit him it was like hey let's go to vegas and even though he was like 
about to lose his apartment or home, wherever he was living. He took that fucking two grand to Vegas with this person. And they said he lost it by the time they were checked into the hotel. Wow. Like that's how bad (laughs) there was machines in the lobby of the hotel. They were going to check into and before they got to the desk, he had lost his two grand. Damn. <laughs> but he he was too proud to tell anyone. Like, I have a problem, and I'm broke now. Mm. But so he's like, oh, yeah. But yeah. You, you know what, though? Uh, Norm show, like you said, uh, they, they have you know, him uh, with a, uh, a gambling problem, which mm-hmm. shows itself uh, up, actually, in the show, Occasional, too. Yeah. And they go over also just, in general, addiction Mm-hmm. Which we'll also go over, like one of the episodes that we chose too was the uh, um my, the really my name like, is Norm episode. I'm glad I chose that one. I really like that one. Um, I really like the the setting of the show for him. I, it's weird. Like a lot of a lot of shows, I wouldn't like a um social work kind of setting. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's just quirky enough to pull it off where it's more interesting. Right, and you know what? Even though it was a social work setting. It was kind of like uh, most of the time it was just office it setting. Office, it, yeah. yeah. It's a it, it's a workplace sitcom. It, it's a workplace sitcom, but you know, it just happens to be you know, it's also you know, like it's for social work. You know, at times they get into the social work aspect, but it's not a oh okay, that has to be the main focus of everything going on. Yeah. Like it, it, it comes up a lot, especially now Lori's character and um you know, like, you know, she's she was actually, uh, I believe, his uh, his sponsor, like his yeah. worker, yep. case worker, and, you know, becomes his friend. And, and well, she's it's all, it was also very right good. for for good guest stars like Norm brought a few of his SNL buddies. Like there was one where Dennis Miller popped up and I was like, oh, shit, Dennis Miller. Yeah, the, uh, which, which is kind of odd because Dennis Miller also weekend update. Yeah, they were good they, buddies, though. Norm did a, a regular thing on Dennis Miller's radio program. Mm hmm. He was there like every week for 20 minutes or something doing some bit. And I've watched a lot of those and they're very funny. And it's very good that uh, cancel culture never caught up with Norm MacDonald because Jesus Christ, some of the things he would say on uh, on Dennis Miller's HBO show too. Jesus, you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Norm. And then they're, uh, they're coming to get you these days. And then uh, another uh, episode. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you watched the one where uh, Norm's back went out. Uh, no, I did watch, I rewatched a lot of them though. I did watch about 18. I rewatched about 18 of them of the 54, which felt real good. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I think, let's see, let's see. I think I did eight in season one. I did, I think like four in season two and a couple in season three. Um, I really wanted to find the one that I met. I was trying to find one. They did this a lot with the Drew Carey show too, where they had these, these episodes that were like. There was hidden things in the episode, yeah. so it'd be big, goofy this, things. This was one of them. You found the, one? Okay. Good. Yeah, that where his back goes out Okay, is one of the episodes where, okay, and it, it was a contest where, yeah. you know, you, you go to abc.com or mm-hmm. email or... These were awesome back in the day. Yeah. I loved these. Yeah, so, so it was like they were uh, including quotes from movies and mm-hmm. props from movies. So, they, it would jam like what two hundred and some of them in there, and like oh god, people yeah. would walk by in big goofy costumes for no reason. But it was just like a normal episode was play out. Yeah, but you had to find these little Easter eggs that were hidden throughout, and you could win. I think money. I think it was back in the day. But um, I think for this one, it was like multiple things. It was 
you want a car, you want a, a chance to be at the red carpet ceremony and be at the Oscars. Holy shit. Yeah. Th- th- this wow. one was like, holy crap. Th- this is the, uh, <laughs> th- th- this is the prize. Hell. <laughs> but yeah, it was, there was like a whole night they would do, I think every year at one point. And it was Drew Carey's show did it. This did it. And I'm sure there were others that I can't think of right now, but I used to fucking love those episodes. No, no, the, and, the, the, those were great. Yeah, because Drew, Drew uh, they did a lot of different things actually on Drew Carey's show. If you want to call them gimmick episodes, whatever. But you know, just like this, like you know, with, with the things they had flubs, like like mm-hmm. uh, specific like continuity errors, like and so it was another contest. Like, oh, pick out the continuity errors that are going. Sadly, on. a show that only has one season on DVD, and pro- they say probably will never get a, a DVD release in the U.S. at least because of uh, music. Really, there's so many so many songs they 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 used in the show. That they just can't clear all the music for a reasonable price to release the show. Really, you, you, yeah. Drew Carey show. Wow, because they I, put out the first season and they said the sales were so bad that it wasn't worth doing it. Damn, yeah, because that sh- I used to love that show. That like yeah. the, the Milk actors- in the Middle has the same issue. Wow. Okay. And yeah. it's uh, it's just one of those things where back then in their deals they did they have you know. TV reruns. That's in the that's in the deal with the music. Yeah. But that was before they thought about home releases of TV shows. TV you know? shows. And also the rights that's something like big. The rights are different when it comes to the DVDs. As soon as you transfer formats, yeah. it's a whole different and, contract. And now there's a there's another um thing that also you have to worry about streaming. Streaming. Because we, we ran into this actually when we were watching the odd couple. I was I was like, damn it, where's that episode? Where because we were watching it on Hulu, yep. and it's like, wait, where's all these other episodes? It's because of the different rights, uh, particularly songs. Mm-hmm. The rights are different when you transfer formats, as you said. Uh, apparently, so, so they still haven't cleared rights for a lot of yeah. these things to stream. So only the first three seasons of Married with Children on DVD had the Sinatra song. After that, their deal expired, and they changed the theme song on the DVDs. Yeah, I, I um, heard about that. Um, and Roseanne, I guess, has several lost scenes on DVD oh. because of music. Um, Damn. There, I guess, was one that the most notable one is a longer sequence. I think it's a parody of was it the Doris Day show where she played twins or something. Uh, I'm not sure. It was a black and white show. I want to say it was the Doris Day show where she played both twins or something, and they did a parody of that with the two Beckys. Oh, God. And I guess that (laughs) scene is just, like, lost now because, I mean, I think you can watch it on YouTube, but they don't show it in the reruns. It's not on the DVDs. Mm -hmm. Um, It's because of the the song, the theme song to the Doris Day show or whatever. Oh, okay. You couldn't get that? (laughs) You couldn't afford that? That that's crazy, but like, uh, yeah, yeah. I know, in the middle I, I, is the is the other big one that makes me sad because I really want all those on DVD and they only released season one. Wait, wait, which one? Malcolm in the middle. Oh, okay. wait, did you, well, what in the middle? Malcolm in the middle. Oh, <laughs> it it sounded like you said like milk Melk in the middle. <laughs> I'm milk, like, oh. I'll milk you in the middle. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, Ma- Malcolm in the middle was face. a funny one. And, and a lot of people's first exposure to Brian Cranston, who has gone on to some incredible roles in his uh, yeah. in in his career, but um, 
But yeah, the Drew Carey one, that, that was another show that, going over what we were saying with Norm, like changing the intros, because mm-hmm. I think the first one was uh, Moon Over Parma was the thing. Like it, it, it was like a little animated version. you tonight. Yeah. Exactly. Then, um, let's see. I'm trying to remember what the Cleveland second. Rocks. I think that Cleveland was the third Rocks. one. That, that That's yeah. the one that like always sticks with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, well, this one at least they didn't change the song; they just changed the no, way they it was changed shot. The... Which I really like the live action one with the wrecking ball and all that. Yeah, but but you also see like how uh, more complex they actually got in the intros too. You know, the the wrecking ball one because there was two versions on... of it. Exactly, depending yeah. on where you are in the season. In the first one, he bends down to tie his shoe, and the wrecking ball misses him. In the and second hits one, the boss. it hits it hits the boss. But also, it comes back and hits him against the screen, and the screen breaks. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot going on in those that little opening too. Like uh, you see Artie laying in the garbage, and uh, yep. Danny runs by and like hits the pole, pole, and the woman's yelling at him. And oh, and, uh, uh, and Nikki's t- t- slapping the shit out of the construction workers who are whistling at her. Lori gets caught in the taxi. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and uh, I like Nick- that opening. I think it's a cute little. Mm. I, I think of the three, that's the one I, I like the best. I'm guessing they got rid of that one because she left. So she was she couldn't – there was no need for her to be in the opening anymore. Right. Um, and uh, by the way, for, for, for everyone's uh, thing, it her uh, character was Taylor. Taylor, yes. Yeah, Taylor. She's and, easy on the eyes, man. I'll tell you oh, what. Oh, yeah. And God n- damn. N- n- now, well, why don't we actually go into – like, I know it wasn't one of our episodes, but I'm, I'm sure you watched the first episode. Yes. Which, the dog. Which, what's that? Where he finds the dog on the street was great. Oh, yeah. Where he finds the dog on the street and he's tasked with having to uh, rehabilitate uh, Taylor, who's yeah. got, gone prostitute. on to work. Pr- prostitute. Yeah. She works at a massage parlor. Yeah. And that was that was the commentary track I listened to. And he Norm points out. He goes, watch. He goes, watch fucking Lori in this scene. She gets all the laughs without any lines. And she did the scene where he goes to confront her in the actual parlor mm-hmm. and it's Norm and Nikki talking and Lori is just doing this weird shit that it is getting the laugh. Like when she's, she's pulls him out in the hall and a prostitute walks by and she does like a, like a, you like, get away. yeah, like, ah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's all, loose. it's all reactionary that she's yeah. just given all yeah. these reactionary shots, but not actually having really much dialogue. Yeah, like he like he said, the, the dialogues between Norm and, and, and Nikki, uh, you know Taylor there, but yeah, but she's just like giving it her all. <laughs> How all often do you think that happens? Norm said that for the entire run of the show, Laurie Metcalf made more money than he did, and he it's the Norm show. You know what? But I I'm guessing because because of Roseanne, yeah, because of Roseanne, the number of Emmys of that Emmys she had, yeah, uh, that they probably had to give her that much of a contract to get her for the show like, uh, like yeah. and, and it's not just like oh because it's norm show it, it was probably for any show she was gonna do yeah she was probably gonna ask more money because she's worth it <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, she really does their chemistry is great and uh they mentioned in the also in the i'm telling you this commentary track was loaded with information he said that they didn't want to go too early into the um sam and diane thing but yeah, they did. They did think that if they went one more season, they probably would have got them together. Okay, and, and you know what? I'm actually glad that they didn't right. do that because because it just it, it would have seemed more forced. Which 
it they did do it just not with her so oh right yeah no no, no not with her there this is one of the one of the things with this show that i love norm and i love his character in this show this show is not incredibly outstanding in its writing department i'll, I'll say that no it, um, it's, it's more the characters i think it, everything that's great comes from the delivery of the characters norm's delivery Lori's delivery especially yes but we do get a lot of so nikki uh taylor mm-hmm. uh she dates danny there's all the on and off again with danny right. and then i if i remember right and i didn't rewatch this one but correct me if i'm wrong then she fell in love with norm and tried to have like a whole norm thing right but then i think she goes back with danny and then and she's gonna pro- he, he's gonna propose <laughs> and then yeah, yeah then she leaves the show <laughs> and then they bring in faith ford at one point yes who uh, shelly i i would say to me is the weakest part of the show everything with her felt real generic and boring mm-hmm. am i wrong yeah it, it, it didn't feel as she I felt was like not she as strong a character the, as she took the some others. of the energy out of a lot of scenes she was in i felt like Mm, I, I she played. I she played that. like his mother. She. It was like you're hanging out with your friends, and your mom comes in. <laughs> you know? it, what, like, which was kind of funny, be be, because Norm's character, you know, like uh, Norm Henderson, him describing her, um, you know, the character Shelley, sounds like this, like you know, kick ass, like oh, you know, she, they they went to a monster truck rally, and she she ran down and. Yeah, got one of the bumpers for, for uh, as a souvenir for Norm. You know, like that that type of like craziness, and like and and their their song, like you know, like uh, like couples have a song. Yeah, their yeah, song was rock was ballad, right? Aqualung by Jethro Tull. Aqualung. It's like, yeah, and I don't know. She was there too much for my liking, and she would leave and come back. I don't know if she was doing some other shit at the time. But I like she know. had, she had the same thing. She had a romance with Norm for a while on the show, and then she had a thing with Danny on the show. And you're like, right? Yeah, this because, is like be- the least interesting shit to me. <laughs> yeah, be- because actually, once she was first, you know, like um, first a character, um, she was only there for a short bit because then she, because Norm was like afraid that you know, like, oh, okay, she's gonna try to change him and. That, but he realizes he loves her, but she she's trying to tell him that she's gonna take a uh, job offer in Colorado. That yeah, you know, that, that was the whole thing. So if they had hooked him up with Lori, he'd have been with all three characters, all three female characters on the show. But I don't, I don't know if he had sex with any of the other two either. But uh, no, no. But if you remember season one, there was another female character, Molly. Oh yeah, she was like eight episodes or something. She disappeared. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, oh, here we see. go, right here. I think it was eleven episodes. <laughs> this little booklet's got the cast layout mm-hmm. here. Molly was Carver. Amy Wilson. Amy Wilson played Molly Carver. Yeah, Molly Carver. Yeah, she she was kind of like a little bit of a. Oh, you know what no- though? They did give Tony Curtis a little spot here. Look at that. Oh, there we go. They gave him a fucking lead casting there. Yeah, That's nice. Th- that was Bruce Jarchow. Was the uh, actor that played Mr. Curtis? Look at you doing your homework. <laughs> so, should we jump into the first episode? Yeah. Why don't we go into episode one, uh, which was episode? Oh crap! Three, I forget which five. number. Episode five. five of season one. 
Okay, which was My Name is Norm. My Name is Norm, April 21st, 19. I like these little books. I got to get more of these. Got all the information, right? <laughs> uh, directed by Cheryl Holiday, directed by Gail. Oh, it's good. Dire- directed and written by a woman. I wouldn't expect me that. Norm gains sympathy by pretending to be an alcoholic. Yes. This episode, this is one where you need Norm's charm to pull off. Yeah. Because it does make his character look like such an asshole. Oh, but he's but so very much so. Lovable that you have to, you have to love it. You know. So, what did you think of this episode? Oh, oh, Are you I, glad I, I pointed it out, or had you? Oh, yeah, it no, d- definitely a great episode to pull out. Um, again, th- this is going also a little into the recurring theme in in this show, also of addictions. Yeah. And and the, Norm the, trying to get out of work. <laughs> yeah, and the 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 whole thing, like the reason that he's um labeled or whatever. Uh, an alcoholic is he's he had to go fight of uh, one of uh, I think it was one of Lori's uh, people wasn't it uh, one of her uh, yeah I think yeah so. one of her clients one of her it's, cases they call one of her, her cases <laughs> um, okay go go get him um, you know Norm meets up with him and they go to the the bar that is one of the other main settings of the show yeah they have like a, well, which a ca- which changes spot. names too does it uh, really. Yeah, uh, I think the first season it was called the Before Bar. I forget what it's finally called. Once season three, because uh, later in season three, uh, Artie's actually one of the bartenders after a while. No, no, yeah, all right, yeah, they had a bald guy for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who it, was like because, a regular extra type character? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which was a great one. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was the same episode. Was that the one also with Danny with the girl? Um, the wig, yeah, yeah, with the wig, yeah. Th- yeah. Th- that that was so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. where, where it's like the the place that makes the wigs sends like a spy out to to uh to give some to, like to, a, affection to the person w- with the wig. It's like oh I like I noticed because you. they have I a thirty day trial, so they send out a woman to like flirt and uh, pretend she's into these guys who are wearing these wigs. Right. The, the, I don't what, do what, anything what, sexual for the first thirty days, days. because yeah. that's when the. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, actually, before uh, just real quick, this, there's some great supporting characters in the show. The landlady, the uh, oh yeah, the um, neighbor in the wheelchair with like cerebral palsy or whatever the hell she has. Uh, um, the, the the landlady I also recognize. I don't know. Um, Jeepers uh, Creepers. Well, no, not not Jeepers Creepers. I, I was going to say I don't know if you watch also any uh, like uh, drama procedural type things. But not, so uh, not, 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 not court procedurals, but it was more uh, the, the show Bones. Did not watch Bones. With, no. um, what, what was it? Uh, M- Emily Deschanel, uh, Zoe, uh, Zoe Deschanel's sister. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that Nathan, she was, was on that, that show for many years. Yeah. Landlady. Uh, I think she was the, uh, the psychic in Jeepers Creepers who calls him up. You're in danger. <laughs> She, she's it's actually October. good with you gotta, her you accents, gotta shout out too. Movies, man. You gotta shout out the movies. Uh, but the lady in the wheelchair, I don't know what she was. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like this has to be like her one thing, right? Because she was so fucking funny, though. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a bit about... Uh, she comes... She did a marathon. And Norm had bid... Did you see this episode? Uh, Norm no, no, I didn't watch this one. Like $5 a mile for the marathon she was in. And she shows up. <laughs> I'm here to collect. I did 21 miles or whatever. And he goes, 21 miles? That's a lot. Wait, you used the chair, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking wheelchair. And, and, and like, you no, know, I threw myself on the floor and dragged myself. Or whatever. It, she was pretty fucking funny. 
And, and we're, we're forgetting one of the main, also one of the other main uh, recurring actors in the show. Uh, which one? Wiener Dog. Wiener Dog. <laughs> I was going to mention him when we get to the third episode we talked about. Wiener Dog is fucking, what a cute little bastard. And they oh, yeah. they treat him like like he is a, a human being, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you never quite know, is Wiener Dog a genius or is it Norm just being funny? Right. Because we always cut to a scene. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's one of the ones we talked about or not, where they're playing Scrabble. Was that one? Of yes, the ones yes, that, uh, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he, he seven right, letter, well, uh, seven <laughs> letter word used all his tit- tiles. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it was triple yeah. word score. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was a uh, uh, Norman Artie. I think we're playing against w- Wiener Dog. And it's like, and the, yep, yeah, this- <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see the? Um, now we'll get to that later. Well, let's go back to the first episode we were discussing. Right, uh, my, my, name my name is Norm. Norm. So anyway, he he goes to you know, get the guy. They go to the bar, and the guy is a heavy drinker. And Little girl don't want a shot. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, he he just has this recurring line that. It's like, you know, he wants to give Norm a shot. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, oh, a little lady doesn't want a shot. It's like, oh, doesn't want a drink. That's like, no, doesn't little, little lady drink. doesn't want a drink. Ah. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, yeah, I want a drink. I'll and he drink, takes a shot. Yeah. And he gets him to take, like, what, 10, 10 shots? Yeah. Just by calling him a little girl, which is great. Yeah, oh, little lady. Little, li, li, little, little lady, lady <laughs> doesn't want a drink. It's yeah. like, oh, I'll drink. Uh, and, and, like, so, yeah, yeah. Then, then they wake up. And you want to tell them where they wake up. (laughs) They wake up in fucking rehab. They've had to check themselves into rehab for being alcoholics. He's like, what the hell are we doing here? I'm not an alcoholic. And he goes, how the hell did you get me to check into rehab? And he goes, I said, little lady doesn't want to check into rehab. (laughs) Uh, But then you find out that this client of Lori's is an alcoholic. So that's the problem. As he's brought him out to drink. And now they're both in rehab. And then... And uh, Lori was the emergency contact for Norm, too, when right. he wrote down and checked in. So Norm thinks he's going to get in trouble, but little does he know when he gets to work that his boss is actually has a soft spot for alcoholism. And it's very supportive. It's like, hey, we're going to lighten your workload because you're an alcoholic and you're in recovery or whatever. Like, oh, OK. You know, and just goes with it. He, he goes with it. And, and, and one of the great things is also Lori. It's like uh, it's like he's not an alcoholic. It's like I, I, like, I, I I've been doing you know, like this you know like uh, social work for a long time. I can tell when someone is you know like an addict when when they're an when alcoholic the and that, and and then yeah the the, the person in the desk next to her it's like <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. It's like she goes, like, but I've I've what? worked with you for eleven years to the point where I was like, bitch, you weren't in any other episodes. What do you mean you've been here eleven years? <laughs> you weren't here in the last fucking four episodes. What the fuck? Were you off that week? Exactly, but yeah. So, and of course, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, m- m- Mr. Curtis, you know, like he's yeah heaping this praise and like oh go, go easy on Norm. And like with her, <laughs> it's like oh how could you? How, you <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I I really like this episode, and I especially love how um it it does walk the line of this guy's a fucking douche. Oh, but very you really, you really fucking do still like him because Norm is so charismatic, mm-hmm. especially to the point where they talk about this. Um, the finale leads up to 
was it a conference or something or uh, something where where Lori's yes. always wanted to speak to this this conference, whatever the hell it's for, addiction. Right. I yeah, guess it's it's for people in social work. And um, they ask Norm because he's now in the field and in recovery. So right, to, they to ask be the speaker. him to speak <laughs> over her, and he he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it," you know. Um, but I really love that that scene where he does the heartfelt speech where he admits his wrongs, but he does it in a very funny way. Yeah, very as, very norm like uh, fashion. <laughs> and even calls out his boss before his boss can punish him, saying like, "Oh, and I told uh, Mr. Curse over here, and he said I'm, I'm not, not gonna punish you one bit." <laughs> And he's like, what? You know, and then they bring up Lori and there's that the whole last scene is so fucking funny where she's given this great speech and it's slowly like panning out. And they're the only two fuckers in the room. Him and Danny are the yeah. only ones left because like, yeah, she, 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 the thing is, she knows her stuff, but she's also very long winded and boring yeah. about it and boring. Yeah, she's very, very boring. And. Danny's like, do you think she'd notice if we snuck out? And, and you goes, see them both start to get up. Stand up. And yeah, they're the only fuckers in the room. She just glares at them. <laughs> and they sit back down. <laughs> um, I just thought that was a really good episode to get to know all of the characters. I think that probably of the three, would you say is the best just one episode example of who these characters are? I, I think that is a good example episode. If you're If you're going to Start watching and it's early, show. like for a fifth episode to be so there. I I really enjoyed that because mm-hmm. the first episode is very good, and that that's the thing with pilots is usually they have so much time to work on them because it is the first thing they want to make it as good as possible. So pilots tend to be really good, and then the first couple episodes usually flounder, you know, because mm-hmm. they're still they're like, oh, we got to recapture that. Um, so for episode five to be that entertaining, I I really thought that was impressive. Um, what was the next one? Season two, uh, Lori runs for office. Yes. Now, now you didn't say, but I watched both episodes of Lori yes, runs for office. Good. I'm glad you did because yeah. I fucking love that second part of it. Oh, oh, it is so freaking hysterical. Okay. Well, I guess we can kind of discuss both. So Lori runs for office is in the second season. Was that one, two, uh, three, season four, six. five, six? Looks like the sixth episode. I mean, not season oh, six. Season. Episode six and seven. If only we had six seasons. Um, that I fucking love this episode, and it is again very. It's a premise that, it, it's a premise that both every sitcom would do and no sitcom would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense they would all do the oh someone's running for office but none of them would do oh i tried to pay a hooker <laughs> to, like, you know what i mean so you want to give them the synopsis for the episode yeah so so, so anyway that now we have another guest star and 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 who and, and uh, who, who is sitcom guest star yes who, who is this sitcom guest star What's um, the, fucking name? the guy it, from uh Oh, uh, it's the, family oh, it's, ties. Uh, Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, what's his fucking last name? Yeah, and, and now I'm uh, drawing a blank. What the hell is his last? The guy name? from Tremors. The guy from Tremors. Yeah. Uh, damn it. Well, the fa- the father from Family Ties. <laughs> yes, the, Michael. Now it's gonna bother me. Now it's gonna bother me. The, yeah, he's the he's the guy uh, Bert Gummer from Tremors. He's mm-hmm. the father on Family Ties. Um. So so anyway, he he he's a politician. Yes. Yeah, he, he's he, what city councilman, I think. Yeah, city councilman, and he's coming to the office, 
and he, you know, like, you know, he, he, he wants to, you know, like, get some, you know, like, video and phot- photography um, opportunities there at the social services office. And really, that's all it is. Lori thinks he's coming up and that they can, you know, she, she's got all these great ideas. Uh, it's like, you know, like, you know, condoms in schools and um, addiction counseling and all that, you know, like, all these you know, like things, and he's like, yeah. Once, like, she kind of corners him. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. And you know, he just keeps, he just moves on, like, you know, to the next photo opportunity, which he's taking with a little girl, and he's just going, blah blah blah, <laughs> blah 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 blah, literally saying that because it's just for a photo opportunity. You know, he just wanted that photo because it was a little black girl too. Yeah, that, 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 that's all. So he's just like, blah, blah, blah. Michael Gross, that's his name. Michael Gross, thank you. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, like, so basically, yeah, he gets on the wrong side of Lori. Because, like, Lori's like, you know, th- th- this is a do-nothing politician. It's like, you know, like, all she's got all these ideas. And he's, the key thing is, he's running unopposed for city council. Yeah. And what was the, he takes a picture with Norm. What was the sign that he held up? Uh, but, uh, uh, I have no penis. And, I have uh, no penis. <laughs> with, with, says, with an arrow like, pointing blah, 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 to blah, blah, him. Blah, blah. And he goes, oh, they can't understand. That doesn't matter what the hell we say, does it? He goes, nope. And he goes, what about this? And he holds up a sign. sign. <laughs> I have no penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a very fun episode. And of course, the, her, main, her main issue is that she trusts Norm. And she hires, well, uh, selects Norm to help run her campaign. No, 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 Norm and Artie are the, uh, what is it, the uh, strategy? Um, yeah, strategists. Yeah, the strategists yeah, for her campaign, because I think the manager, the uh, campaign manager is Danny. Yeah. But the, the, the strategists are Nor- Norman Artie. And, of course, the first strategy that they want to do is, <laughs> again, get, get the guy with a hooker. Go to a prostitute and, like, try to bribe her to say that she was with him or something. Yeah. And, and, and she immediately goes, I <laughs> I've recorded this conversation. If you don't pay me this much money, I'm going to the press. And they're like, what? Yeah, yeah because like, uh, when he's discussing like payment or it's like, I was like, what would you say to $100? Uh, uh, oh, wait, that's hold a running on. joke in the show. Yeah, it's like, hold on. Wait, hold on. How about $105? And then and a- Artie's like, how about one hundred and six dollars? You like? There's a running the, a running joke line in the show of that hundred dollars where he goes, "I will pay you payments of fifty dollars for two weeks." For two weeks, <laughs> <laughs> and these that line is in there that the show two or three times that yes. I just watched. Yeah. So, um, so, so anyway, you know they, they caught and the uh, prostitute. She's like, well. The this the uh, the campaign guy yeah you know, the uh the councilman he uh, he's paying her like ten thousand dollars right <laughs> to yeah. get dirt now now of course now there's a stain on Lori's campaign of which she fires Norman Artie as the <laughs> strategist but they're still and- trying to you know work their way to you know get some dirt on this guy and the 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 next uh, strategy is to have this little dog like um. <laughs> That's the uh, second uh, episode, I think. Yeah, that's the second episode. The, Atta- the attack best his scene leg. in the first episode is the uh, when he goes to the the priest. Oh yes, yeah. There's and, this and brilliant he first scene wh- where he he's trying to <laughs> he goes to a fucking uh, a confessional 
Yes. For, but he gets he works on the wrong in, side. Yeah, he walks in with the priest, <laughs> the, the side with he, the priest. Hey, Father, and he goes, you got to go to the other, the other side. side. He's like, for what? He goes, so you don't know who I am. He goes, well, a little late for that. <laughs> he goes, he goes, like, like, what are you, how long has it been since you last confession? He's like, no, no, I'm not I, Catholic. I, I've, I've, I've never done this. Uh, I was like, I just well, want you. I want. I want to know that I. I paid a hooker to lie about a politician, and he goes, "Oh, and you want to know what do you say? How many? It, how many hail marys?" Or something I, I, for I, that? I, I, I'm like, is that good? You're like, is that good or he bad? Was, right. And he goes, "No, I want you to tell me it's okay or something." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's like, no, it's not okay. It's like, I think he said something like, "You want to know how many hail marys or some shit <laughs> you should do?" And he's like, "No, I want you to tell me it's okay." Yeah, that's that, that's like, all I want to know. Do that. Yeah. And, that was a really funny scene. And 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 then also it's like, yeah, like uh, I think the priest asked him, "Is there anything else you want to confess?" It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, I think I just uh, groped a priest <laughs> <laughs> when he went into the <laughs> confessional with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. That's probably that that was the scene that made me laugh the hardest. Uh, probably oh, of all the three episodes that that was um, so freaking. Funny. and the reason i chose that but I, I am glad you watched the second part because the the first one ends with the debate right where yes we're, they're we're, in the debate and she's trying to play it by the book but immediately trying, yeah he, he's, he's going dirty tricks you know mud, mud <laughs> the immediate thing he pulls out is like some photo of her topless on a tractor in a pot farm yes <laughs> and like, and and, what, and she what, what, like admits that she was a communist in the... for a short period of time because there was a guy she liked that was a oh, communist. Yeah. So that yeah. that also had a dune buggy. So I really liked that episode, and I did contemplate giving you the second episode just because of the because it is a a two part story. Yes, I think the first one has more funny scenes probably, but the second one has some doozies with yeah, the it, opening, it has some doos- with- especially the culmination of the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. Which is freaking hysterical. The 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 uh, advertising campaign. So this episode was called. Uh, oh, strangely enough, it's called Norman Shelley Break, break Up. up. <laughs> and, th- and and this is why I was saying part of that, this. That, that that was the one I was talking about where Shelley actually goes to take a uh, job in Colorado. Right. So the, the the first part of this though, with the he's like, oh, we're gonna get a, a video of him kicking this little dog. That's. But then the fucking dog attacks. <laughs> attacks Artie. Spray. Yeah, because Artie just sprays it in the air, but <laughs> at himself. Yeah, they have this little tiny. What kind of dog was it? I don't even remember. Uh, it looked like a little Yorkie. So like, he's like, all right, we spray this on the politician's leg, and the dog will attack his leg, like, and then and, we'll and get and a video of him kicking it. The, yeah. But he sprays it on himself. <laughs> so there's this, this really like. Unlike most of the scenes in this show, super like cartoony. Oh, very much like where he attacks Artie. Do- yeah, it's like puppet <laughs> dog just getting zipped into his his overall, and he's like on the <laughs> yeah, fucking beating the shit out of himself trying to get this dog. Yeah, and after a while, he's just like <laughs> belly flopping doing, on the ground, like he's doing the worm on the ground yeah. trying to crush this dog who's attacking him. And there wasn't, I don't think there was a single other scene in the 18 episodes I watched that was as cartoony as that, but I really loved it. No, no, that that was probably the the cartooniest of all the uh, scenes. But th- th- now we get into also for back to Lori's campaign. Yes, Mister Denby actually reveals that he actually worked on worked Nixon's Nixon. campaign. <laughs> <laughs> right. You say I wasn't at Watergate, but I knew about her. So, what do you say? Uh, it's, it's like uh, yeah, no, he wasn't uh, part, part of the of Watergate, the but I did have to pistol whip uh, uh, Spiro Agnew. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Um, we, 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 we talked about a lot of the cast, but we didn't really talk about Max Wright too much. What do you feel about him in this show? I, I want to say I like him better than uh, the, the, the first guy. You know, like the, Tony like, Curtis. Yeah, t- Tony Curtis. Um, it, it, it's, it's interesting seeing him not as Willie because, you know, like Willie on Alf. <laughs> uh, do yeah? Do people know Elf anymore? Is kind of no, no. It's still because there was an actual like, like I feel like it? we'll cover that show eventually. Oh yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to Alf at some point in time. But uh, um, he was the the father, the father yes. on the Elf show with yeah. the puppet, not right. Elf. I think a lot of kids not, nowadays yeah. are going to hear Elf and they're going to think Will Ferrell. Not that. Not, uh, not Elf. No, that was James Con, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Um, there we go. <laughs> It's like it all circles back to James Con, but <laughs> but uh, um, Max Wright, you know, like uh, Mr. Denby, when he first starts on the show, he's just a guy that basically he's a few years away from retirement and his pension. He just doesn't want any friction, nothing. He d- he just, in fact, when he first meets Norm, it's like I, I just want you to do nothing. He just died a couple years back. Yeah. Like I think it was uh, 2019. I think, in fact, was it was it that recent? Damn, I th- I, th- I thought it was. Well, maybe I th- it's they're a actually sooner. working on a reboot of Elf. I've heard. Yeah, I thought they actually did like a little thing. Not, not... They did like a talk show. Remember that yes. Elf had a talk show. That, that's me? what I mean. They they it did was actually do kind a... of funny on like TV Land, like a late night talk show. Mm-hmm. It, but it I think reminded... they're doing a new sitcom. It, it reminded me of uh, a. a in a way, but not not as good. I don't know if you've ever watched it, like Space Coast Coast to Coast, Space yeah. Ghost Coast yeah. to Coast. You know, cartoon black, like that type of thing. That that yeah. was freaking hysterical, but um, but anyway. So, Mister Denby, you, you, you don't for... realize how, like you know, like he he just wants to be neutral, just doesn't want to you know cause waves or anything that will bring attention to the office even. Mm-hmm. But but now with Laurie here, it's like he is like okay. It's like you, know, you 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 see how dastardly he he can get in like his uh p- planning in that. I I love his I love the thing I love about his character the most is the way he tries to be the instigator, but he always ends up breaking himself. Yes. Every every interaction with him and Norm starts with him like I'm you know I'm your boss I'm in your face, but then I'm gonna cower away. Yeah. The one or, or like or he he winds up <laughs> crying or or you know, like something. Yeah. Which episode was it where he was like? Oh, is the little baby gonna cry? Right. And then he starts crying. It's like, are you crying? Are, You're like, are you crying, sir? And he's like, No. <laughs> You're like, what a weird motherfucker, man. But anyway, like you know, he his idea for the commercial is he wants uh, Lori to actually it, it's supposed to be like her eating um, the, the the candidate, the other guy, his brains, and then <laughs> spitting him out. And, and like, and that's the thing he keeps stressing. It's like, no, no, no. You, but you don't get it. You're, you're spitting them out. They're no good. And she's like, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to like eat brains. It's like, but you're not eating them. <laughs> this, uh, this thing here for the episode, Norm and Shelley break up. It says, Mr. Denby doesn't fare much better as than Norm as Lori's campaign manager, and Shelley makes major changes in her re- relationship with Norm. But it says guest stars Brad Dorif, who is the voice of Chucky. Who played the devil in the little opening there? Yes, but it also says Tom Arnold. Did I miss fucking Tom Arnold? In this? Yeah, actually, the beginning of the episode, he's actually the guy that um, uh, what what's the the case that Norm is working on? 
And, and, I must have fucking and, totally missed that. Yeah, yeah, and now uh, what? What you call it? He, he's in a relationship with his penis. I I kid you not. <laughs> I must have fucking went and got a drink at that moment. I yeah, don't remember that, that, that that was the whole thing. It's like you know, Tom Arnold's like, hey, you want to see pictures? It's like, oh no, 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 it's all right. And, Maybe and, we should have watched the one after this because look, it's got Drew Carey in it. Yes, I, I watched it. <laughs> I watched it. It's a the gambling episode. So the end of the episode, though, when when Lori finally decides to play dirty was very fucking funny. They make a campaign ad where she is literally what dancing on his grave, <laughs> right? Dancing on his gra- like like first shoveling dirt on the grave and then dancing on it <laughs> as in like like, you know, she's going to bury him. But. And then before, the moment it's about to air. Yes, yes. Be, before that commercial airs, breaking news, <laughs> that candidate has just died. <laughs> Here's your sitcom moment right here, the timing of this shit. Yes. Yeah, Literally they, the moment, the breaking news one second before this campaign uh, ad airs. Yeah, so, so it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, be ba- we'll be right back. And then it goes to the <laughs> ad <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Or <laughs> dancing on his grave with the man they just announced is actually dead, and then um and and, and Norm she take, loses. Take is, it's like yeah yeah you're a pretty good dancer, <laughs> she, and she loses the campaign to a dead man. Yeah, she loses to a dead man, and to a bunch of write-ins, <laughs> in, in, including um a, a, a write-in for a porn star. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you watched the second part of that because I, I almost I was like, I, I'm not going to give him more episodes to watch, but I feel like that's a good one. Yeah, but but you know what? what? What as we go through these sitcoms, there will be episodes where it's like, OK, there's going to be two parters and that that right. y- you you actually have to watch both halves. That moment where the dog made that whole fucking episode. I laughed so fucking hard. That <laughs> fucking Artie in the dog scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> But and uh, the way Norm is just he he they stole his little line from um, Dirty Work. Yes. If anyone's never seen Dirty Work, uh, that's where Artie Lang and Norm Macdonald got tight. Exactly. Um, and that's why he wanted him on the show because they had such good chemistry. What a weird world where Artie Lang outlived Norm Macdonald. I won't get into that with his fucking drug oh, addiction. Oh, you know, no, no, that that is really um, crazy. And you, you know what? <laughs> never would have thought that in a billion years. And you know what's actually a funny thing also. In season, going back to season one, episode three, Norm meets Danny's dad, who's played by yeah, Jack. Yeah, who's the father, their father from Dirty Work, yeah. Yeah, J- Jack Warden, who also, not just you know, the father from Dirty Work, but he also does the, like, I'm going to punch you in the uh, in, in the nuts. Like, yep. like ah! It's like, oh. Was he the, was he the grandfather in uh, Problem Child? Was that him? I think you're right. I, yeah, I think it was. I think it, it was. was. Got that guy's funnier than fuck. Yeah, he played, and I kind of wish after they brought Artie on, I kind of wish he played their dad. But they mentioned their dad a lot, and every time they mentioned their dad, I I thought of him mm-hmm. from Dirty Work, even though he played Danny's dad. But he was gay. They made Danny's dad gay yes. and like in love with him. Yeah, and then it, there was he died later. They did a funeral episode. Yeah, at, at which that's when it's it's finally revealed to Danny that <laughs> his dad was gay. Which is another great scene in a random episode, but mm. when Lori and Nikki and him are sitting at the funeral and all these guys are going up there yeah. talking about his dad and he's slowly going, wait a minute. <laughs> Until the last, he's like, what the guy said, your father was really, or he was really important to our community. And there he goes, what community is that? And Lori's like, uh, the heterosexual community. <laughs> he meant a lot to all of us. And then the last guy goes up there and he goes, 
we finally got married. <laughs> he's got like the <laughs> wedding ring. He's like, what the? F-? You know. Yeah, yeah. And, which there's also a callback to that. Um, the the second episode because there's another one you said the Drew Carey that becomes a two parter as well. Oh, and, really? Uh, uh, what, what, there's a call back to uh, D- Danny and his dad that his his husband is holding up the uh, like D- Danny getting uh, any money from the uh, like his the oh, trust. <laughs> so they did have a lot of continuity in here. I and that like like I have to reiterate this show. The stories are never like out, I would say there's nothing outstanding about this show. Would you agree with that? Like no, but per- perfectly stated. Like and again, what you brought up, the writing was not necessarily the best writing. It's just right. the characters and the people portraying those characters is what made that show. I it, will say that I don't think there's any other sitcom that uses the word whore more. <laughs> uh, crack, crack whore. <laughs> crack whore. He uses the word whore a lot in the show, and you're like, this is ABC primetime. Mm-hmm. Which then, is, if you remember, they kept doing those openings with the the TV ratings, mm-hmm. and I think that must have had something to do with going. Well, we're pushing the envelope, but not as far as you think, because there was a, there was probably like ten of the ones I watched where it opened with like, "Here's the TV rating for this episode." We say this, we mention a severed foot, we say whore, and they try to make it like a little funny. They weren't typically but, that funny no those yeah, little like, openings you know what i'm saying yeah they, but, they, they had one with like a couple of kids supposed yeah, to be and, interacting as norm yeah. and laurie and uh, it's like that's and, and yeah. norm says oh well, that sucked yeah but yeah yeah the, the episode <laughs> itself is funnier <laughs> and i feel like they forced him to do those little things about like because I, I bet you they were getting some flack about his language or what i mean i right. don't know yeah, but, but but the but, point if you have to jo- if you have to point out a joke about a severed foot in a Toys for Tots bucket, you're a little <laughs> uptight, I would say. <laughs> but 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 you also bring up an, another thing about this show. You know what? We'll, we'll get to it as, as soon as we talk about the third episode. Well, but let's what, hop into that one then. Yeah. Well, it was season three, and this one I I really liked. It's got uh, a lot of wiener dog stuff, which he oh, literally yeah. named his wiener dog wiener dog. We're not just calling it the dog the wiener dog because we don't remember his name. That's his no. Fucking that's name. literally what the, the name he gave him. <laughs> Now, Which uh, comes up in this episode too, not not right. just him calling it, but yeah, a, a little further into the episode. <laughs> so this is called Norm and Wiener Dog versus Fatherhood, aired February sixteenth, two thousand one. Mister Denby and Norm need Judge Mills Lane to decide custody battle involving their pet dogs yeah and i i, for, I forgot better, about but. judge mills lane which which for, for those that also remember him he was also a boxing referee you know <laughs> i know him from celebrity deathmatch yes the tv claymation show he was the ref on that yes i, I actually the um uh, if you ever listen to i, I know we've brought up before uh, gilbert god uh gilbert godfrey's podcast mm-hmm. one of the guys that i'm friends with uh you know, that i met he actually does social media for gilbert's podcast he actually did some of the work on Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> nice, nice. I thought I used to love Celebrity Deathmatch. Didn't they try to bring that back a few years ago? It, I think they did. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting that like <laughs> we have to keep that's like Alf. Oh, didn't they uh, bring that back? Uh, oh wait, <laughs> this. I think they bring that back. Like, I think that's still in the works though. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah as a sitcom. Again, they they did yeah. the. The uh, right, the talk show thing. Yeah. but that's why it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that they brought back. They did a oh, cartoon wait, that... show too. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember that um, as well. Strangely enough, 
So there is a running joke in the show about Denby, the boss, and his little dog Fifi, his little poodle. Mm-hmm. And th- I think there were a few episodes where they're like a little romance between Wiener Dog and Fifi, and yeah, um, and, 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 and it and it, it it comes to play in this episode. Yeah, there was one I think where he tried to put Wiener Dog up for stud, so he was trying to make money by whoring out his dog. Mm-hmm. And then I think this is the result of that, I guess. If I recall correctly, I I, so, I think so. Yeah, but but with Mr. Denby's Fifi, <laughs> this has the dumbest fucking line I've ever seen in my life. So they set it up with like, okay, Fifi's pregnant. The poodle's pregnant. <laughs> the the episode opens with Norm's like, I want a raise. I've been here two years, and Mr. Denby's like, Yes, sir, you get a raise. It's it's about time. And then immediately they find they talk about this dog being pregnant, and probably the one of the dumbest fucking lines I've ever heard in <laughs> sitcom. Lori just, uh, for no reason, out of nowhere, goes, if those dogs come out half wiener dog, Mr. Denby's not going to give you your raise. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the, <laughs> the the determining factor on his raise. You go, first of all, no one ever, <laughs> what, where do those two things meet, okay? They, they don't, but <laughs> but for purposes of this episode, they do. <laughs> that is the most fucking sitcom line I have ever heard in my entire fucking life, and even she can't sell it. Mm-hmm. It'd be one thing if it was like Act Three, and this was discussed, where he was like, "If these dogs are your dog puppies, I'm not giving you a right." That hadn't even happened yet. Mr. No, Denby no, she, she, nice she, she's him. just assuming already. Oh it, no, what if? Yeah, it's like you're not gonna get your raise. It's like, and you could just see some drunk writer at a writer's room going, "I don't fucking know. Just have her say, <laughs> have her say." Okay, yeah, this is going to be predicated on... Uh, <laughs> if these dogs are... Yeah, it's like the breed dogs, of the puppies. <laughs> like that, that that determines whether Norm gets his raise or not. It's like, what? That, might, that literally is probably the stupidest fucking line of dialogue in any of the shows we've watched so far. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? I, I, very much. Did it hit you in the face like it hit me in the face? Where I was like, what did she just say? <laughs> ba- ba- basically, I reacted l- like a dog and just did the head tilt like, huh? huh? <laughs> I was so fucking, I was like, wait, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about when the writing, you're like, wait, no. Yeah, and, but the rest and, of the episode, and this is towards the really- end of the run also of the show because it only went to uh, episode 24 of season three. Yeah, you're right. That does feel like early early writer thing i i don't know what the fuck that was but it felt real stupid anyway so the rest of the episode uh mr the dogs do come out fucking half wiener dog yep what which which is actually a a a recognized thing called a doodle okay yeah and that's why later in the episode there's a man who's very willing to pay for these puppies but uh mr denby sees these puppies and goes i don't want these fucking things you take care of them you find you find a home for them or whatever right yeah so Norm takes the puppies, which is like, Mr. Denby, you're a douchebag. These puppies need their mother, first of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like eight weeks at least, right? Um, so Norm takes these puppies. And then Mr. Denby shows up real conniving, like trying to get the puppies back because somebody online, the early days of AOL, probably AOL chat room back then. Somebody wants these dogs for what two thousand each or something? Yeah, two thousand a puppy. And what does he offer Norm? But what was that? Twenty bucks each or something? No, no, one hundred dollars. Oh yeah, for all of them. So <laughs> yes, the ongoing one hundred dollar uh, uh, s- scam. <laughs> but he didn't do the. I'll pay you fifty dollars. 
Two no. consecutive <laughs> payments of fifty dollars. Um, yeah. So Norm's like, well, well, fuck you. You know, we can split it. Uh, that's not okay with him either. So they have to go to court, right? What and not any court, called? but what was the Mills? Was it just called Judge Mills Lane? Judge Mills Lane. What I don't remember what station it was on, but you had your Judge Judy's, you had your Judge Mills Lane's. There was like a Judge Greg or something. What the fuck was his name? Uh, there's, there's a ton of judges people's out court. there. The people's court the is court. like the daddy, yeah, granddaddy of them all. But Divor- I think the divorce court was one that was on around that time, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I honestly I don't think I remembered him from anything but celebrity deathmatch. His yeah, voice and, so distinct. And 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 for me, it was because like also he was the the boxing. Like ref, I will say, not a great actor in this episode. No, <laughs> he stumbles he, a lot. He, he stumbles episode. a lot, but they, they leave it as is. So they go to court, and uh, there's a really great bit with Artie, where the the producer mentions to Norm, "Don't, don't look, whatever you do, don't look at the camera. Don't don't look straight at the camera. <laughs> don't look straight into the camera." And the moment Artie is called up as a witness, as he, his gay lover. <laughs> Yes, as his gay lover. Goes, is this and, your is this your lover? And he goes, if it'll please the court. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, though, and it's like, oh, yo, hold on, we got to cut that. Yeah, it's like I, I, I'm looking right to the the camera, of which yeah. he turns and is looking into one of the other cameras, of yeah, which Artie. he turns and looks into the third camera. It's like, Artie, Artie looks into fucking three cameras instantly. <laughs> as soon as he gets out, and they're like, you got to go. And he goes, all right, good luck or whatever. Talk to you later, something like that. <laughs> so he's immediately out, and uh, Mr. Denby is tricked by a candy bar because Norm pulls out a fucking candy bar out of his pocket, and he goes, "Oh, you didn't say that I could have those puppies? Well, I happen to have it right here on a recorder." And the judge goes, "Is it, that's a candy bar, ain't it?" He goes, to him like, like mm. he goes, well, he's, like, "He's never gonna fall for that." And he goes, "No, yeah, he will. Trust me, I know this guy." And instantly. <laughs> Mr. Denby's like, okay, I yeah, said it. Yeah, he breaks it. down. I, <laughs> I said uh, it. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed this episode. I think it, again, is it's a very sitcom formula yeah, type very, episode. Yeah, very, very tropey. Go to court. Yeah. You mentioned the one with the odd couple where they go to court. It yep. seems like every sitcom has a court episode. Married with Children had a court episode. A yeah. really great. I'd Actually, when we... When we cover Married with Children, I think we might cover the court episode. That sounds good. It was good. banned for a long time. Ooh. It's, yeah. For, uh, forbidden episode. Ooh. Right. So what do you what do you think of the Norm show overall? You have any final thoughts on it or Well, as you brought up, again, yeah, not 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 top class writing, but really enjoyed the delivery, the characters. I, I remembered why I was watching at the beginning, why things like the duck story like stuck in my head. Oh, you looked into the ratings and such, right? You said it was yes. actually a ratings hit in the beginning? And that's the interesting thing. It followed Drew Carey's show for the first season. Which is a great lead in. That was a very successful wh- wh- show. Which yeah, wh- that was the ABC that that was the big sitcom for at ABC that time, at the time. Yeah. Drew Carey show was like a closet hit for a, like a lot of that ran for a long time too, didn't it? It did. And what what happened was so first season because of you know the lead in and because of you know like how good a show it was, it was actually one of the top rated sitcoms for ABC for the eighteen to forty nine demographic, uh, the, you know, like that that important demographic 
that was one of the top ones. So <laughs> I always they... joke people. People say like, what do I care what you think? I'm like, I'm 18 to 35 male white. <laughs> My see, opinion matters to everyone. And you know, and for see, one more year. <laughs> yeah, for, for 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 me, like yeah, I I I, I fell out of that thing. Yeah, like I, yeah, I'm, you don't I, fucking matter no more. Yeah, I don't man. matter. It's been a couple of years since I, got I mattered. One more year of mattering. <laughs> but um, with with uh, with Norm for second season. What they did was they put it on earlier. So it was now earlier than Drew Carey. And not right before it. I think it was like an hour before it instead. So they started dancing it around a bit. So they, you know, put it back there. They Then they put it back after Drew Carey. Then they switched days on it. And it was and still good. The ratings were still good, but started slipping. That's the thing about Norm, too, is like, People who love Norm fucking love Norm. And it's hard to get someone into that club, you know? Yeah. Like, from, you really from, have from zero to, been, to Norm, we'll call it. You really, yeah, you really have to have been there. To, you, it takes time to embrace him, I feel like, because he is so crass. Mm-hmm. But if you get it, you get it. And it's so, so this show has like a hurdle already by starring Norm. Right. And I think that was their thing with hiring Laurie Metcalf, that familiar face they're probably hoping would bring more people in. Right. And he is brilliant in this show. I think he's great. And I think that no matter how many times he says, whore, you love him. The The problem is anyone who wasn't already a Norm fan probably wasn't tuning in. And once they were there, the show wasn't outstanding enough to keep them. Mm-hmm. And... The fact of after the first season, which was only 10 episodes, they started moving it around. So for those that were watching Drew Carey and just happened to leave on the TV on ABC, hey, you, you might watch it. and Oh, OK. I will of of all the groundbreaking sitcoms that there are. We, I don't think we've covered any of them yet. I wouldn't say Friends, Andy Griffith. I mean, I Andy, Andy Griffith, I, I would say. You think say, it's groundbreaking? I, I, I think it was like. Maybe. It yeah. might, I may. I don't know. Mayberry. I, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, Odd couple. I don't think any of them are the groundbreaking sitcoms that we will definitely get to. And this one, as much as I love it, I would probably it would be hard for me to recommend it to a lot of people who aren't already Norm fans because right. I don't think it, they're it, gonna it's, find it's, anything. It's more new. of a specialized sitcom, yeah. like specialized crowd. It's it's just like one of the ones that I've talked about with you. I used to love the show Get a Life with Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott is an acquired taste, mm-hmm. and if you were not familiar with him from Letterman Show and and possibly the movie uh, Cabin Boy, something about Mary, something about Mary, yes, Woogie. If you were not familiar with him and his just odd style, yeah, he you had a might great have been... guest spot on King of Queens, which we'll probably get to that show eventually. Oh yeah, well he was on King of Queens. He was also on uh, Raymond too. Everybody loves Raymond. He he was mm. uh what what King of the... Queens was a spinoff of Raymond. Yes, yeah, and and uh, uh what what's your Amy who became Robert's wife after a while, um, her she had a couple of brothers. One of them was Chris Elliott. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. He had like a red hair or something on there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he he was one of them, yeah. and the and the other one was Paul Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that show eventually too, because I have watched all of Raymond as well. Oh yeah, I, um, I, I, I love I, that show. I wanted to talk about, 
and I know you didn't watch it, but there is there was a second series he did mm-hmm. that was called A Minute with Stan Hooper, and it was a Fox sitcom. And I remember watching a few episodes when it first came out, and it didn't really hook me. Even like even that was a point when Fox was like, my God, I was watching everything on fucking Fox at that point. And it's it's not a great show. It is an interesting show only in the fact that from what I said about what he wanted from the norm show and being like, I want to be, I don't want to be the good guy. I don't want to be successful. I don't want to, I want to be kind of um, dingy. Mm-hmm. He's the complete opposite in a minute with Stan Hooper. Oh, he's kind of the straight man in the other show. Oh, that's which is not something I expected. So the, 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 the basic premise, I only watched the first episode because the fucking quality on this show on YouTube is the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like you're watching it through a fucking kaleidoscope or something. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> you can't even make out his face. If you didn't hear his voice, you wouldn't know it was Norm. That's how bad the quality is. So I, I wanted to watch more, but I couldn't I couldn't fucking do it to my eyes. I spent most of the show like looking away from the TV, just listening to it because it would make my brain hurt. But so he is a um I think he's on a sports show or a news show where he has a one minute with Stan Hooper where he does a minute of, and they said it's the highest rated minute on TV. So he's a celebrity, like a a TV celebrity. And he wants to move to this small town. I don't know if he's from there. It didn't seem like it, but whatever they had, they say, keep saying it was our, our dream to move here. And it's a lot of the country bumpkins meet the famous movie or the famous TV star, but they don't know who he is. Hmm. He's like, oh, you're on during the farm report, so we don't know who you are kind of thing. And it feels a lot like the Newhart show a little bit. Okay. Um, the, 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 again, the second one, Newhart. Right, but okay. not like in a great in a great version of it. Okay, yeah, because that, that show was a classic. So this had Fred Willard in it, who I loved. Oh, Fred Willard is freaking hysterical. It's got uh, the actor who, what the fuck is his name? The, the father from Raising Hope. I don't know if you've seen that sitcom. But no, no, we actually discussed that, that before. Uh, Dilla Hunt or something like that. Anyway, he's okay. on this, and he's really he's a funny fucking actor. If, if we will cover Raising Hope, hopefully, because I fucking love that show. Cool. Um, he's on it, and there's not there's not a lot there. They do a lot of sitcom shit for a pilot where it's like, uh, we moved to a small town, and everyone's got the fucking accent, and. Uh oh, you can rent this house for five hundred a month, and he goes five hundred. Oh, too much? Three hundred? You know, he keeps lowering. The oh price. God! <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 five hundred's fine. And he goes, oh, two hundred fifty. He goes, I'll take it for five hundred, just whatever. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, and it comes with a butler. And you're like, what? <laughs> Jeez, this house, this house comes with a butler for. Oh, you're like, okay. And now five strangers got to move in with you for stupid, dumb, random reasons. And they're all country bumpkins. You're like, oh, what the fuck okay. are you doing here? It, 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 it's just forced. It is very. Yeah. It is so anti-Norm that I could not believe Norm was in it. I couldn't believe he agreed to it. There must have been a lot of money involved. Yeah. Because he, I don't know if he makes a single joke in the show, to be honest with you. Like, he is just the normal guy. He's normal. Wow. <laughs> he fucking he nice. just is in the middle of all this random country nonsense. And he's just a lot of it is just him going, can you get out of my house? Like, leave me alone. I just want to. And it's not really funny. Uh, the funniest bit was 
when they first come in, they are at a diner, and these two guys, the guy from Raising Hope and this other guy, who I, I've seen him in a lot of shit, but I don't know his name either. Um, he's like, oh, we're the Johnson boys or whatever, whatever, whatever their last name is. We're, that, we're those boys. So he assumes they're brothers. And at the end, he wants them on his minute for his TV show. So he goes, all right, we're here with the, so- the Johnson boys or whatever. He's like, these brothers, not only do they live together and work together. And he goes, oh, I don't know why you assume we're brothers. We're married. <laughs> he's on like, what? He's doing the norm. Like, what the heck? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're lovers and all this shit. And he's just like, oh, I cut, you know, cut, you know, whatever. And you're like, okay. And it was like kind of funny, but it was, that was it. And I but, was very but, sad. But again, it was more because of reaction, Norm right. reaction to it. He never made a joke. Norm, yeah, Norm on the Norm show would have made some gay jokes and it would have been funny. It's kind of sad. One of those I even looked up to see if it was streaming anywhere. It's not. Uh, the YouTube is so poor quality. I wonder if that's one that is. They were like, let's brush this away. I think it was only like. <laughs> well, eight let's try to forget episodes. this. <laughs> I think I want to say it was eight or ten episodes and it was canceled anyway. Okay. So, but yeah, Norm in general. What do you anything? Final uh, thoughts on Norm in general. Besides, well, a well, c- c- couple little um, things. Besides the, again, the guy who made Drew Carey and um, Helford or what was it? Uh, oh, what the hell is the guy's name? Yeah, Bruce Helford. Be- besides that, and Drew Carey actually, Drew Carey, uh, Dietrich Bader, and Ryan Stiles being on another episode. They, but they weren't playing their Drew Carey selves. They were. Yeah, like hmm. other characters. Um, that 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 was, by the way, that was the gambling one, which. Oh yeah, they were wh- poker bodies or something, right? Yeah, so, so it was yeah, another I I ad- ad- addiction one. I have watched all of. The, I've watched this show probably two or three times through over the years. It's usually I'll put it out while I'm cleaning the house or something like that. But, mm. but, but the other interesting thing is Artie's character. They actually give a link to the Drew Carey show through Artie's character. Because he talks okay. about um, in uh, what, what was it in one of his um, well I think it was in high school he was saying he went to high school well, Mimi was also a guest star on the show in, one yeah, of, in the Mi- in the dog episode where he's trying to breed uh, wiener dog mm-hmm. well that's the interesting thing Mimi from Drew Carey. Uh, he, uh, already knew her as M- Miriam from high school, and she didn't wear makeup back then. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so see, he knew, yeah, Miriam Bobek. Now, uh, then known like f- like f- further down the line to us as Mimi Bobek from Drew Carey. She always played with her troll dolls. It was weird. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Drew. I, I we'll have to see if we can find the Drew Carey show streaming. I don't think it's streaming anywhere though. I don't know. But that that will be one of our. Uh, our, our quest, you know, the quest for the Drew Carey show. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll reach out on Twitter to Drew Carey. It's like, how, how do I watch that show? <laughs> because I really is enjoyed it. Re- it and- I don't even know if it's rerun anywhere. I haven't seen that rerun in a long time. Weird. Yeah, I, I don't remember the last time I had seen it in like like syndication. Because so, like I, I used to watch that all the time, like you know, in syndication. I've been watching so much fucking Norm YouTube shit, just random interviews and all the stuff on Conan is fucking brilliant. Do yourself a favor. Go watch all the Conan interviews with Norm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So fucking funny. And uh, everyone has been putting out such awesome little memories and videos about Norm. Um, he had I didn't watch his show on Netflix. He had a little short lived one on Netflix. Right. And I remember yes. 
he had to go on the view and apologize for something that was funnier and shit because you can just tell he was dead inside like i'm only here because they're making me do it or they're gonna cancel my netflix show kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah he had the netflix show he also had a uh a special on netflix too uh stand-up like, special yeah a stand-up special with like hitler's dog and other something i, I forget the uh, full title but his, if you want to watch it was really, really sweet, funny the sweet moment is his final uh he was the final comedian on letterman oh wow and he kind of broke down on there and he told a great story about his grandfather and he goes he goes remember how we all had one picture of our grandfather and he kind of looked terrified like <laughs> like, I just gotta get home and watch them ho- or feed them hogs. What the fuck? I mean, he's like, if it took him two hours to take a photo, he's like, who's gonna feed them hogs? <laughs> they finally get the photo, and he goes, but now he goes, think about uh, ten years from now, everyone's gonna be like, hey, you want to see a million photos of my great grandfather? <laughs> Here's him on Facebook every day of his life, <laughs> except yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus Christ, and he's like, identify. He's like, ID. He goes, ID, that's a weird abbreviation. I <laughs> stands for I, and D stands for identification. identification. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He had, um, they just had Martin Short and Steve Martin on, what was it, on Fallon, I think. And Steve Martin said one of his favorite stand-up jokes was from Norm. And they showed a clip of it where Norm goes... He goes, man, when it comes to cliff diving, there's not really like levels of skill. He goes, you're either great or you're <laughs> stuff on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> if you live, you're great. <laughs> Just such a funny fucking dude. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I love it. He's uh he's much like to me Mitch Hedberg who just thought outside the box. I fucking loved Mitch Hedberg. Mm-hmm. All I, I, I would definitely put them in the same like, not exactly uh, category, but yes, mm-hmm. it, it it's it's like that the pro- style joke. He had yes, but then he would go on these long winded fucking. Um, it's way too long to to tell here, but the the um the moth was it the moth joke. Yes, the moth joke was so freaking funny. Yeah, what look for that <laughs> clip from Conan. Yeah, the moth joke. Oh my God. It, 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 it it's like I don't know what six minutes or something. It, it, you can't do it justice by shortening it. it no, you really have you, to. You can't. You have joke. to go through the whole thing and also Conan's reaction to the whole thing too. <laughs> uh, he he told. I think he was. Was it Howard Stern? He told a story about Carson. Like Conan was it Conan and Carson had like a favorite joke that Norm also was privy to. And it was some stupid thing. I guess Carson's favorite jokes were non-jokes. So, like, the journey is the joke. It's not leading to... It's not the punchline that pays it off that's the joke. Right. And Norm did a lot of that. Like, the one that Carson, I think, told was his favorite joke was some real stupid thing about a guy who was in the war. And, again, this is one that would go on for eight minutes if you told it right. But I'm just going to speed through it real Mm -hmm. quick. This guy who's in the war and he survived this battlefield or whatever and he crawls out of the ashes and he finds this small town in like France or wherever the fuck the war was and he finds this little bakery and they had this Danish or whatever and this Danish is like he, he bit into it this blueberry Danish and it's the fucking because he all he had just been through was like the best Danish he ever had 
and he's like, oh man, and he gets, he, you know, he goes home after the war, and years later, for a year, he's like, man, I'll never feel that moment again. Like that, I've thought about that Danish every day, and you, you know, they they keep building it up, building it up. This is the kind of Norm joke, right? You can see him telling a joke like this with the moth joke, especially. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, before I die, I have to get back to this little bakery and I have to eat one of these Danishes, this blueberry Danish, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe it was pie, whatever the fuck it was. And he gets and fucking tells it all fucking eight minutes. Finally, he gets back to the bakery and he walks in and he's like, oh, man, he tells he tells the waitress this story. I got to have one of these blueberry Danish. And she's like, we're actually out of blueberry. I have strawberry. And he goes, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but I guess Johnny Carson said that was like his favorite fucking joke ever because the journey is the, the, the once you get to the end, it's not the, the payoff is the punchline. No, it, 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 like the you fact said, that it, you wasted your entire fucking time is the joke. Yeah, th- 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 there, there were certain comedians like, like yeah. uh, celebrities that used to be on Carson that they would come back from break and he would be <laughs> in, in hysterics. Uh, I, I remember one was like Buddy Hackett because Buddy Hackett did a lot of the same thing. He would t- tell this long story and, and he would act out things and that and that yeah. and then just like some stupid little punchline at the end. <laughs> <laughs> right. Much like a, a Stephen Wright. Uh, he would also do a lot of the Stephen Wright type jokes where it was like a little one zipper. Yep. But Norm really, I think, thrived in those long-winded stories that are just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But but at the same point, you couldn't stop listening. It, oh, yeah. it, it's just like, okay, I, I I'm I'm sure it's gonna be dumb, but wh- where's this going? Like, and and you could tell like when Conan, like when he's doing one of these stories on Conan, that Conan knew the same thing. Okay, this is not gonna have some like fantastic punchline. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't stop the ride at this point. Yeah, but we're, always, we're, we're all going along. Going like, oh, we're out of time. You know. <laughs> I, uh, real quick, what? Tell me a little bit about the show that I told you I found clips of that I've never knew existed, but it looks hilarious. Is the Mike Tyson mysteries? Oh yes, that's. I right. didn't know Norm did this uh, cartoon show. Yes, yeah, it, it was on. Um, uh, I believe Adult Swim on Cartoon Network, and. It was in the style of like sort of an old like Johnny Quest. Yeah, it looks like a Scooby Doo uh, type. Yeah, it, it, animation it, 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 almost. It's, it's a lot of those like, yeah, like like um, yeah, like like a Scooby Doo. It's like okay, you know, here's the mystery for the episode. But a lot of the things that went on in the episode were not even like related to like what they were trying to do. It it, it was freaking hysterical. And Norm played Pigeon, a guy that his ex wife right. put a curse on him. And he became a pigeon. That 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 was the whole premise of Norm's character. Well, and, and doesn't Mike Tyson raise pigeons? Is that is that the thing yes, too? Yes, and Mike Tyson yeah. raises pigeons. Like yeah, uh, like he, yeah. So it, it was uh, like hilarious. Like I was, did not he, he know this the, show. He was the best part of that and show. I saw some clips of it, and I was like, "This looks fucking funny." It is. And and, and again, pushing the envelope, Norm, and even now, like that show's not that old, right? No, it, it's not. Um. I want to say it maybe started in 20... Like 15, maybe? Yeah, 2014, 2015. And, you know, like, there, were some, br- there, were, there were some breaks that in between. funny. But, oh, God, yeah, was it so funny. Yeah, like... God damn. Yeah, yeah. Norm's uh, weekend updates. Norm. Definitely go back and watch. There's a lot of best of 
Yes. Weekend and, updates. And and a lot of them are going to be OJ related too, which is Somebody said um which is the reason that Norm got let go from Saturday Night Live because of the I've, West Coast affiliate. There was I forgot the fucking term they used uh for when the punchline of a joke is the opening of the joke. Like you just reiterate it. They said that that, that Norm kind of coined that when when he had mm. jokes like uh, who was the one that Julie Roberts was married to? The weird guy? Oh, well, uh, Lyle Lovett. Lyle, Lyle Lovett. So Lyle, he had a jo- Lyle Lovett. He's like, uh, Julie Roberts has filed for divorce from Lyle Lovett. She said the, the final blow came when she realized that she was Julia Roberts and she was married to Lyle, Lyle Lovett. Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> and he would do those kind of jokes where the punchline was the... The actual... Was, well, that was it. Yeah, you would just say it. the thing, and then you would reiterate the thing, and that was the whole joke. But yeah, he that, did that for a lot of those hot ladies married to ugly dudes. <laughs> but 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 my favorite though was with the OJ one was again after the verdict, the mm. the you know the first episode SNL when murder they go to, is now legal, legal in, in the, the state, state of California. California. <laughs> Breaking news: oh, murder man. is now legal in the yeah, state of California. So <laughs> They said no more OJ jokes, and he said "fuck you," and he did him anyway. Oh no, he he kept at it. It, it was it was so freaking. It's like yeah, when Johnny Cochran yeah ch- tried on the wool cap, and it's like and OJ uh person, hey, that's my lucky stabbing hat. <laughs> Other than the Conan interviews, though, the Letterman interviews with Norm are great. I get uh, I mentioned he was the last comedian on Letterman. He fucking admired Letterman. Letterman was like his god to the point where. And you don't see it a lot. In that final moment, he cries, telling Letterman how much he loves him. Uh, and it's a very sweet moment. He's just like, he said that he planned this whole thing, this whole speech, mm-hmm. with full of jokes. And he got up there, and he was just like, lost it. And he just fucking, you'd see Norm literally cry on Letterman for his. Wow. And, you, and even Letterman didn't know what to do. He's like, oh my god, thanks, Norm. That was me. Norm's just like tearing up and shit. You're like. It's a real fucking sweet moment, but um, right after he was fired from S- from, well, technically he was fired from Weekend Update, not from SNL. Right. They wanted him to do sketches still, which is like fuck which you. It's like no. <laughs> um, but he was scheduled on Letterman that day, like that night that he found out. So there's really great interviews from literally like that open wound. Where he wow. And Letterman's like, I know those assholes over at NBC, and they wouldn't know funny if it kicked him in the ass or whatever, you know. And Norm's still kind of like, he's nervous to 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 bite them back because he doesn't know if he's going to get his job back yet. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, he's like, oh, yeah, you were right. They're all pieces of shit. Check out my <laughs> ABC show, you know. Uh, yeah, really good stuff. Just Google Norm McDonald, and you're going to fucking, you're going to yeah, laugh. Yeah, you'll, you'll find care. a treasure trove of what you find. Like, f- funny stuff there on YouTube. Brewer told a great story real quick about on on one of the podcasts they were in they were on a tour and whoever was running the comedy show came up and said hey uh, there's a lot of families here a lot of kids here so let's make sure we keep it clean and Norm's like oh yeah sure someone went up did a you know did their their bit and Norm goes up next and I guess the first thing out of his mouth was so um if you were uh gay guy would you rather be the dick guy or the ass guy (laughs) god and they said immediately fucking people started running out of the room like holding their kids ears and apparently the governor 
of I was it Tennessee or something, whatever, somewhere state oh, it was. Oh God, <laughs> banned him from the state. Said, "Get the fuck out!" Wow. Oof. There was like a headline: Norm McDonald banned from whatever state it was. Oh man, that's Norm. That's fucking Norm, dude. Yeah, that's Norm. And again, love- if, if you if you want to enjoy yeah Norm show, it, it is out there on YouTube right now because you know like if if you cannot find the DVDs or if if you have a spare seven hundred dollars. <laughs> man I, yeah even if i needed the money i couldn't sell it <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah well but what why don't we uh quick uh in, in in wrapping up for uh next episode what are we doing well it is a uh, spooktober my friend oh sorry that's for later sorry, wrong, wrong show <laughs> that's my other that's my other podcast um, we're going to cover some of our favorite Halloween episodes from different sitcoms. So I think the plan, we're each going to pick two, right? Yes, t- two each. Two of our favorite uh, sitcom Halloween type episodes. There's a lot of great sitcoms that, that do Halloween episodes right. A lot that do it wrong. But uh, yeah. I think I think I got mine already, but I'm not going to spoil those now. So have you have you thought of yours? Um, I'm, 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 th- I'm thinking of a couple because there were a couple of key shows, of course, that you know, we both know did a lot of Halloween episodes. And I don't know about you, but Halloween is my favorite time of the year. I'm clearly into the spooky shit. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever seen this beautiful shelf full of horror memorabilia behind me, but uh, Halloween is my jam. Spooky shit is my jam. Uh, I had a Grubhub driver the other day, came, dropped some food off. She texted me and was like, I love your Michael Myers sticker on your car. <laughs> we talked about Michael Myers. <laughs> I texted her with my Grubhub driver for like 20 minutes talking about Michael Myers and Halloween and shit. That's like, awesome. Great. Yeah. That's but, who I am. But yeah, but what we're going to do is also we're going to ask you, the listener, the viewer, what what are some of your favorite Halloween episodes as well? Well, we, kinda, we'll, we'll we post something out there. We should probably just share some Halloween stories in general from our past and shit. Talk oh, about yeah. the ho- Let's talk about the holiday itself a little bit. And I got some fun childhood stories, Halloween stories and shit. I'm sure you do as well. Sounds good. So I think that uh, let's just make it a little Halloween celebration and talk about some some fun, spooky shit. Sweet. And and if you want to uh, get in contact with us or you know see us and all all, the, all that lovely. Uh, yeah, stuff there. Uh, you can get us on uh, Twitter at sitcom my face. You can go to our Facebook uh, page, except when uh, Facebook is down for uh, hours like yesterday. I was so confused. I was trying to upload a photo yesterday and it just kept spinning. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? You broke it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to upload my Jason sandals and <laughs> shit just broke it. That's what happened. But uh, anyway, it's uh, facebook.com slash sitcom my face. Um, if you want to email us, we are sitcommyface at gmail.com. And, gmail.com. And if people want you to. Say uh, it more spooky. <laughs> gmail.com. If people want to check out your Twitch, it is Bidwell Fog. And mine is Netnick191. For, I guess, uh, Sitcom My Face, I- I've been Nick Franco. I think I was Jay Bidwell. I think you are. And. I hope you'll all sit on my face. face. See you next week, spooky bitches. Bye-bye.